Welcome to the show Travel Conversations by the Rustic Travel Podcast. This is a show where we will try to recreate those best moments we have all experienced while traveling, which is meeting new people and hearing about their stories and experiences. In each episode, we will have a guest traveler with the most interesting story and travel experience. Today's guest is Rajiv Bhattatripad. So during these journeys, that was when we I started uh, enjoying the train journeys and I where that Higginbotham stall was there. So from there I remember I first chased my first Amarchitra Katha from there, Bir Hanuman. I went all the way, flew to Agartala with my family and stayed there and uh, people there were surprised that somebody has come all the way from so far only to get into this train. Bulke. I mean, I became well known only because of that. Idli and generally food, good food, South Indian food used to be available in Vijayawada. Rose milk Catty Road, that I remember very well. And uh, the telegram went and then the reply came after some time that patient cured snake dead. So meanwhile, what happened is that... Rajiv is an avid traveller, quizzer and a storyteller par excellence who, with his Budaozian humour and John Lee Carey style of suspense, will keep you hooked to the last words when he writes. As a traveller, Rajiv is a railway enthusiast and has made some of the most interesting train journeys in India on fascinating routes, some unheard of, on all the three gauges of the Indian railways, that is broad, metered and narrow. His stories and travel make it one of the most cherished memories for all of us. And that is what we will listen from Rajiv in this podcast. I'm your host, Rajesh Nayar, along with your co-host, Hemant Soren. Yeah, hi. Uh, good morning, Rajiv. Morning, Rajiv. Welcome to the show. You, good morning. Yeah, good hi, morning, Rajiv. Thanks. Good morning, Rajiv. Yeah, thanks, thanks uh, for giving us a chance for this podcast. So interesting, Rajiv, that you know uh, you are a railway enthusiast. So uh, you know how did it begin? So how did the railway bug catch on to you? Well, uh, uh, we grew up in Maharashtra, in places like Bhandara, in Udhar of Maharashtra. So every uh, annual, that is summer vacations, we would go back to our hometown, that is Kerala. And uh, we, we will live in a big government colony. So all of us would go to different destinations. Some would go to Kerala, some would go to Bihar, Bengal, a lot of people were there in that colony. That was a, an occasion we all looked forward to because of the train travel. For us, it involved nearly 30 to 36 hours of train train travel. In those days, the book, ticket bookings used to be very difficult. So our fathers had to go to the stations and stand in queue in the early in the morning at four. And then, then also, if there is an onward journey involved, then that's a, another difficulty is that, for example, we had a, we, in those days, we had trains mostly up to Madras. The direct train, Jayanti Janata, started in 75 or 76. Before then, we had to travel via Madras. So from Madras, another train had to be booked. And in those days, the system was that you sent a telegram. And invariably, when you reach Madras, you nobody knows where the telegram has gone. Nobody, no idea is there. Then again, you have to try or get into some unreserved compartment and go. So um, uh, our boarding station used to be either Balarsha, because if uh, some trains used to didn't used to stop at Chandrapur. And uh, from Balarsha, we would take this nearly 30, 36 hours journey. And that was the time when we enjoyed this journey. Used to be summer and in 
that sleeper compartments we normally we used to travel in sleeper compartments only those days there will be a, a people like us from coming from all over india would come started from delhi there is a delhi train usually so passengers from delhi passengers from bhopal nagpur and it used to be fun and in this journeys my father showed us how to calculate the speed of the train when it is traveling so that was before we started getting i mean nowadays everybody knows you can get the speed of the train on the app but in those days the way we it was calculated was counting telegraph poles so you look at your watch and uh, you see how many telegraph poles or uh, number of telegraph poles and it used to be 10 for 1 km and see how much time it took and then it was also an exercise in arithmetic so you you could uh, look at it and find out how much what was speed at which the train was traveling and another thing was that the stations on the way the names of the stations and uh, looking at the timetable we used to have a, a copy of the timetable those days the uh, national or the indian timetable the sometimes the zonal timetable also there and then see the stations names and when they are reaching i mean whether the train is on time or not and that used to be real fun and we the names of the trains we learned the grand trunk express was the main train on the delhi madras route and uh, later on tamil nadu express and andhra express these trains came up and by the time we started traveling most of the steam locos had gone there was one train called janta express Yes. which used to do the entire stretch from uh, initially from delhi to madras and later on i think it was extended to jammu uh, yeah and rajiv in those days uh, each of these trains the you know the they had colors right i don't know gt had blue and white tamil nadu had red something of that kind right yes yes most of the most of the coaches in those days were russet colored that is that brown the brown ones which on which the dirt wouldn't show that is the main thing so you don't know it's not required to be washed also because it wouldn't look dirty the color was that of dust only and they introduced this uh, green and uh, yellow livery for uh, i think you are right it for for kerala express and this blue livery was there for gt but the problem with those liveries also initially for the first few months they will have a fully in the same composition and afterwards some other colored coach will get in because they run out of coaches at some place and then they put in another coach and in after some time the color combination is gone so i i have found that in almost all journeys there is a point at which you feel that now you sort of home structures begin for us it used to be uh, vijayawada i think once you reach vijayawada once we all were looking forward to crossing that krishna river on that huge gander bridge and when to reach vijayawada it was a very bustling station lot of food items available and the trains used to halt for more than half an hour in vijayawada and after vijayawada it started entering our home country home place because then by the next day morning you are in kambur and we are home so vijayawada used to be a very important station for us in those journeys and once you reach dolarpeta where they joined the the arkona where it joined the main line from madras to Kambur uh, then it was as if we have already reached home and then it's a matter of another 7 hours to kerala and again i think there used to be a bifurcation at palakkad or shornur where one part of the train used to go to mangalore and another used to go to cochin cochin harbor terminus that was the station those days so during these journeys that was when we i started uh, enjoying the train journeys and i forgot to mention that by the time we came in the diesel engines had started uh, Uh, operating this WDM to alco, this is called alco engines. 
and uh, they had their own charm because um, these engines are very i would say even today i like the design of those engines very good looking engines excellent sound the alco sound is very famous among rail fans the thumping sound which you comes from that engine and unfortunately those those engines are now being replaced by heavier thing bhl engines but that used to be something we used to i used to love that um, the locos and we would mark ki where are the engine reversals the engine changes taking place one used to get kazipet another used to be at erod these are the two places in those days when we had engine changes that uh, entire engine would change so that was the way it started and more travels came once we got into job and all that why were these engines uh, reversed in kazipet or erod in kazipet both reversal as well as engine change used to take place kazipet because it is slightly uh, on because uh, the it's on the hyderabad road so the train which goes to kazipet to it has to come back to the, to the madras road it has to reverse the engine and come back to avoid that the later trains they started giving stop at warangal and they stopped giving stop at kazipet because of this engine reversal problem and erod there was no reversal it was just the only the uh, loco used to be there that's all so what what about the things like rajiv you know uh, once you enter the platform going and buying comics and you know or train journeys with that surahis or no what yeah yeah, you know, yeah. in english right and run for water yeah yeah surahis the surahis used to be there uh, yeah 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 running with that's true <laughs> <laughs> uh, surahis used to be a part of those in the summer <laughs> used to be in summer and surahis they would uh, enter the train with surahis and um, fill with water and always they broke <laughs> some yeah, yeah. it will topple and it will break and the entire platform will be full of water <laughs> that used to happen and another thing is they used to do was uh, put that kaskas kaskas uh, curtains made of um, you know that pani dal ke uske upar on the kaskas curtains mm-hmm. keep away the heat that also in some places i have seen and as far as platform that's true in those days the uh, no no train was in a big hurry and if they stop they would stop 10 minutes 15 minutes half an hour nobody used to bother so whenever they felt in the mood they would start and go uh, so you have plenty of time for this kind of uh, going out and purchasing things uh, and we used to ask for comics yeah we used to ask for comics and uh, the most of the this purchasing we used to do in bombay central uh, chennai central where that higginbottom stall was there so from there i remember i first chased my first amar chitra katha from there veer hanuman and we used to ask uh, father to get some minute blends and all those things from in bottom city it was a very important book stall in those days at chennai and it rarely happened that those who had gone out to purchase a remitted train it doesn't happen that way because sufficient time would be there for all these things and uh, another thing which was a part of the Uh, traveling in those days was the running after the tt rajesh will remember you won't have a full reservation up to kerala so you have to catch catch hold of the tt and uh, the tt you there is an entire setup for that catching all of the tt and finding out chart where is a vacancy arising this in balasha we used to do it in a uh, there is a palakkad persons tea stall outside that station so when you reach in the morning we'll go there and have a tea and snacks and it is also had tea and snacks there that is where we used to get hold of the tea because they are going to board the train for the next coach change from balarsha 
and from there we will find out so it so happens that at vijayawada you get down and ticket is not okay then uh, you are running after the next tps in that condition there is no purchasing food and all that full time will after the tps Uh, that then they, of course you have to finally you somehow managed and used to get one birth year one birth year so that is how it it, it went on and and those so, charts uh, they would put the names like rajesh nair and fly right family hmm yeah. right so we had a real friend yeah, yeah. in the railways pra naidu ah. so when he gave you know his wedding card it was like rajesh nair and fly he was a railway employee <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 it happened <laughs> it used to happen and uh, i do not know uh, nowadays this uh, if uh, this uh, auto auto upgradation is there if you book in second ac and uh, if there are sufficient vacancies in first ac or whatever so they used to upgrade it and uh, i and my friend were traveling from chennai with the same train and his name was haridas mp haridas and uh, we found that he got upgraded to first ac while i was still in second ac when you check the chart his name was put written as haridas mp they took him as a member of parliament and they upgraded him to first ac so <laughs> this also <laughs> that reminds me i should change my name <laughs> add mp to my name <laughs> you you are the chief very minister good idea. Right? <laughs> he is the chief minister oh, actually chief minister actually he much sorry yeah so rajiv i think uh, for us also it becomes very nostalgic you know i think for everyone as well because everyone our generation a bit uh, before us they have traveled in trains and you know have you know have some romantic memories or nostalgic you know romanticize about railways per se every summer vacations or let's say going to a college from your place going there there are like tons of memories which we have and this is i'm talking about before computerization before mobile phones actually that's why you know we used to read amar chitra kathas and it brightens hardy boys you know aristocrats athletes yes i'm sure everybody yes. would remember all that and uh, you talked about uh, surahis i remember one incident which happened we were in a family going to some place uh, and as usual obviously since we kids were small so it's my father's duty to go and you know get the water and it just happened that the train left and he had to okay. <laughs> i think he left the surya through it um, i don't remember but he hung on to the the windows railings right next to the door uh-huh. and in a acrobatic way he made it to the door uh, while the train was still moving and he finally uh, made it <laughs> that was that was quite a you know incident yeah, okay so that's how it was so i'm sure uh, uh, you would have lot of such stories to tell us as well yes 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 and and rajiv so, yeah, that is to make a lot of friends also right along the way i, I mean our strangers yeah, yeah. become friends. yeah yes strangers with their yeah because those who shared the coupe with us or uh, uh yeah mostly in the same bogey and i think initially the vestibules were also not there in most of the trains it started little late so most of the bogies were sort of uh, you know self uh, contained and you would exchange addresses and i think sometimes they would send one or two letters to each other after reaching home but that, that's all that would end with that mostly 
That is true. And uh, the Malayalis, uh, once they get into the, mostly it will be Malayalis in that train. One ritual which they used to do is to take off their pants and they get into lungis. I think Rajesh yeah. will remember that, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And one thing, no, those it was there. Mahimant, I'm sure you also would remember, which I've never seen after that is something called as hold dolls. Those yes, used to yes. be huge. Ah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> the beddings, right? <laughs> correct, 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 correct. You only saw it. In yes. this, you know. I mean, after that, I've never seen it. This was a primitive, yeah, primitive version of uh, today's sleeping bags, I think. <laughs> yes, yes, correct, correct, correct. Hold on, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, something similar to him and what you guys carry when you go climb mountains, right? Right, but no? slimmer, slimmer <laughs> version. <laughs> and steel trunks also would be there. Ah, yes, correct, correct. Steel trunks would be there. Huge right? ones. And, yeah, yeah, yes. And one or two extra and all, Rajiv, in those days, uh, extra passengers and all was not a problem, right? People were, were very accommodative, no? Either they are waitlisted or some last-minute addition to the uh, the party or something like that. So, they used to be accommodated. Most. And, and then, Rajiv, after your annual vacations, which you have gone, you know, and then how, ah. uh, which all places did you travel and how were you choosing a place where it would be on your list and you would then go to that place by train. Because of this, uh, I interest in the railways and railways history and the network and all that. So I got hold of a book of uh, J.A. Railway. I, one, I think it was by Mr. S.N. Sharma, two volumes from VT. Once I joined, I was in job in Bombay. And from there, you get a lot of information about the starting of the railways, how, which line was first laid out. Of course, we all know that the Tane line was the first one. And later on, they extended it up to Musawal and then Nagpur and then the branch lines. Uh, this, this is how it started. Simultaneously, the Baroda lines also started. Then the doubling work. So, the Nagpur railway doubling work was uh, completed in 1877. Can you imagine that, uh, that much work they had done in those days? And uh, simultaneously, the at different places, they, they, they all the railways used to be privately. Uh, it was uh, different companies were there. Each one started his own railway lines, and depending on the financial constraints and the terrain, they used to have different gauges. So at some places, they would have meter gauge lines. Entire South India in one one time, especially Tamil Nadu, was under meter gauge. And in some other places, they would have narrow gauge lines. So, I used to like these uh, different gauges and the different locomotives and rolling stocks which used to come with the different gauges. And uh, I uh, used to get some books to read and I particularly remember books by, especially on Indian Railways by uh, Bill Aitken. He wrote three books and he had traveled all the, all the lines, most of the lines and all the gauges and described them very vividly. So this uh, made me think that I should also travel, try to travel on these lanes and some of them are very beautiful. And then I think the first one, first meter gauge which we used to take, we traveled was, I think Rajesh was also there, but not that was not the first journey in mm. Tamil Nadu, uh, the Palakkad to Rameshwaram route which went to Madurai. And uh, also the Madurai-Chennai, Vigri Express was on meter gauge. So, quite a few trains were there in Tamil Nadu on meter gauge. Other than that, there were some other uh, lines which were not so 
I mean, not so common. I mean, uh, not well known. I would say. So I pick them up, and I would uh, plan the family vacation in such a way that at least one leg, or at least a part of the leg of the journey, would be some kind of a different gauge. So then I believe I started first with Tirchandur. From Kailan to Tirchandur, there is a so beautiful line which passes through the Western Ghats. Shenkota goes to Shenkota, and then from there it goes to Tirchandur. That was somewhere in I think 2005 or 6. I started. Used to be mostly they were family trips because my son also has a lot of interest in railways. He would also come up with his own research and say, "Sir, Papa, yeah, this line is good. We'll try this." Our vacations used to be, you know, structured around one of those trips. So when we went to Udaipur, there was a metro gauge train from Ahmedabad to Udaipur, which went to Ahmedabad. So that line, it was, I think, about to be closed and all that. So we said we'll try that out, and it had one speciality. It had a second-class coach, one of the last remaining trains with a second-class coach on metro gauge. So we went to Ahmedabad, and from Ahmedabad we took this train. and it was a it was an excellent uh, excellent trip so you have a coupe like a first ac and then there is a corridor that's all so that was one we so that udaipur trip when we visited udaipur chitorgarh and all those places but then this was a part of it this train journey so when we took that uh, when we went on a trip to manali and dharmchala uh, we planned it in such a way that we could catch the shimla kalka shimla train so that is a narrow gauge line and it's a very famous one also we took that uh, similarly when we went to darjeeling of course darjeeling that's one of the ways of going to darjeeling but we didn't take it right from the beginning from new from the dau we went a little bit up and from there we took the train i don't remember the station name now so uh, and then when we went to omkareshwar uh, omkareshwar is in mp and it's a famous pilgrimage place so i had a plan to visit that place and i planned it in such a way that i could take the metro gauge train from akkola and that line is also a very famous line it used to run all the way from ajmer to hyderabad that particular metro gauge line in olden times i mean when i say olden i say probably 10 20 years back so there used to be trains all the way from ajmer ajmer to hyderabad used to run by our ratlam indore uh, omkareshwar akola and then down maharashtra this uh, it went up to hyderabad via parbani so this train i was able to take from akola up to omkareshwar and uh, we went there only also to watch that famous dhulghat spiral there is a place uh, in the forest where the rail it takes a spiral and it goes over itself that's called the dhulgar spiral on that route so we were able to i mean from the view we saw it from the train only of course then the one trip which i took which we had been planning for some time was from agartala to lamding that was a metro gauge trip and for that i went all the way flew to agartala with my family and stayed there and uh, people there were surprised ki somebody has come all the way from so far only to get into this train bolke i mean i became well known only because of that uh-huh. my friends there friends because of our company we have our digital office and offices are there in that place so those people helped us out but they said are iske liye aaye kya are ye tum iske liye idhar aaye ho kya matlab ha iske liye aaye hum log 
तो विद दैट बट मी आई मेड सम वेरी गुड फ्रेंड्स इन दैट एरिया देवाशीष नंदी ऑफ आईसीपी स्टिल रिमेम्बर्स मी एज द पर्सन हु केम फॉर टू टेक द ट्रेन फ्रॉम अगरतला तो दैट स्टेशन वाज अ अगरतला इज अ वाज द एंड ऑफ द राइन एट दैट टाइम आई एम दिस इज 2014 आई एम टॉकिंग अबाउट 2014 एंड द द स्टेशन वाज बिल्ट इन द फॉर्म इन द लाइकनेस ऑफ द tripura palace it's a huge beautiful station took the uh, train at around it was late because of some landslide of the uh, in incoming rail was delayed because of uh, landslide somewhere and the, we took the train late and there was a thunderstorm just it started just as we left agartala it was beautiful that rain swept uh, landscape of that area hills totally hilly terrain uh, beautiful it was a beautiful light and we went up to this called ramti so it was an overnight journey and next day morning at around uh, i think 10 or or maybe in the afternoon we reached ramti and from there we changed trains uh, then from there it was broadcast up to guwahati and guwahati we went around and had sightseeing and all those uh, so rajiv one question so these meter gauge lines are they still there no meter gauge lines are more or less now I think only maybe couple of lines are uh, remaining because they about 15 years back they, the government went in for a unigauge uh, system. In the sense they wanted all different gauges to be changed and made into one standard broad gauge. The reason was commercial because they were finding it difficult to, especially from the freight point of view, to transport goods across the country because there will be break off gauges in different places. so you have to unload the goods and again put it on to a fresh train which will be having lesser or lesser capacity in case of meter gauge or narrow gauge so because of this they went for a concept of unigauge and with that they have started converting most of the lines i think hardly anything is remaining now very few and they are also about to be converted and uh, narrow gauge also i think very few except the heritage ones like kalka shimla and this macharan lines and the darjeeling lines except this i think most of them are going to get converted and rectified also so from the rail fans point of view part of the charm was in this different type of gauges and uh, different types of locomotives and all those things but that is gone now so that charm is not there because i think current uh, electric locomotives and this uh, it, it's all very very functional of course but very staid and colorless ask me that color is no longer there in the railways now so similarly rajiv you must have done a lot of uh, narrow gauge trips as well right yeah narrow gauge i i of course i did the mathiran one which is a famous one from neral uh, around not very long but it's a, it's a very picturesque terrain in that area then the one which we did along with uh, rajesh you were there when we went mm-hmm. got the train from uh, nagpur uh, this was the uh, we were about to end see the end of the satpura lines as they were called these were the lines which started from nagpur and uh, went to chindwara nainpur and to jabalpur on one line another line from balaghat uh, gondya balaghat and nainpur that way so these lines were also some of the longest narrow gauge route in those days till very recently so oh, i had been planning to travel on that for a long time it didn't materialize then i think in 2017 we went there nagpur and uh, we were able to uh, do something uh, which was totally unexpected we requested a railway person through rajesh father to allow us to foot plate 
and uh, we were welcomed into the cab it's a small cab in the ndm3 ndm i think zdm3 small cab and uh, he allowed us to you know uh, travel all the way up to savner in that i remember my daughter he in fact i don't know he gave the he gave the break to my daughter and said pretty aisa ghuma aisa ghuma and she practically stopped at train at one or two places on that trip <laughs> there was one more small guy himant four five year old ah uh, he was doing yeah and my Gaan, son was Gaan. waving the flag i think yeah he was <laughs> waving the flag and this girl was driving and this another boy was there he was also as the coach driver he was sitting in the other window of this <laughs> so the only condition <laughs> was, was fun and the, the uh, uh, locomotive driver there he told us not to take his pictures he said baki yes, yes yes yeah yeah, yeah. true true wow. beautiful and actually we be, be, yeah we got on at savner and because we had taken ticket up to savner only and he said you come up to chinwada but that was chinwada is another 4 5 hours he invited us there was so much, uh, i mean they also enjoyed children being happy enjoyed that but then we had to leave the train at savner and we took the quarter a few photographs and then we came back so actually rajiv that is the route where uh, that jungle book route right rudyard couplings yeah yeah that is what they because it's uh, i think uh, kipling had written much of his uh, books that jungle book stories uh, in that it is said that uh, he had that inch tiger reserve and the surrounding areas in his mind when he wrote that story so this uh, sort of skirts that area and uh, you can uh, it's mostly jungle route route is mostly forested so this is a part of the painter reserve what you see on the really gone that line so they say it's kipling country this this train used to go through that it was it was a beautiful line very beautiful yeah, yeah. now it that also is going to get converted mm. actually now i have traveled on a broad gauge uh, railway engine i'm long back i'm think things were pretty cool those days right uh-huh. so when the when you sit in the broad gauge train you no know, it's very scary yeah? because when it's uh-huh. it's in its full speed na no? it shakes you feel like the okay. track no it's, it's like going oh. left, left right <laughs> it's very scary boom 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 yeah 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 it's not as cool as it looks you get scared yeah yeah narrow gauge yeah. the speed is was not that much when this one much, goes yes. no i mean yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's scary <laughs> yeah 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 do you guys recall any funny incident so there's one story raji which you will recollect as i speak about it so so uh, this was a an, a guy he's a friend of ours he listens to all our podcast also so he had gone mm. for an interview from nagpur to a place called khamgaon so khamgaon mm. is a place between uh, you know bombay and nagpur maybe 8 8 hours yeah so this guy finished his yeah, interview yeah, yeah. during daytime and uh, he came and slept because his train was there you know he was supposed to take the train back to nagpur in the night so this guy slept a train came this guy entered peace yeah he yeah, yeah he slept and in the morning he gets up he yeah yeah i remember <laughs> and then so he he asks one guy he is standing at the door boss varda aa gaya kya so varda is a station 70 kilometers before nagpur mm-hmm. this guy said varda no boss it's to surat pahunchne wala train it's supposed to go to surat in the next hour so abhi kya karne ka then this guy then the other guy the co passenger said nahi nahi sir yahan koi tension nahi hai railway staff is very good when once he comes i know i'll introduce him you can talk to him and you know you can tell him this such and such thing happened you can get down at surat and then take a train back theek hai and you know uh, the train uh, tt the train ticket examiner he came after some time he normally doesn't come but he came that day so the co passenger told uh, this guy uh, the ticket collector that this is 
such and such thing has happened to a friend and you know you, you need to allow him to get down at surat and take a ticket and go back so the train ticket examiner was convinced okay chalo so then you know my friend sighed a relief he said are yaar baj gaye ab to you know imandari se wapas ja sakta hu okay that's how he came back but the story doesn't end there so then the co passenger is there right so the tt asked him acha ye batao aapko kahan se aap kahan se aa rahe he said some place he said i'm coming from that place he said ticket nikalo he said sir mere paas mein ticket nahi i don't have it the guy who was friends he said i don't have ticket abbe fine but yeah it took out his you know his receipt and no fine him and then gave him back Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This this happened now because this uh, up train and the down train, which is I think it was Bhusawal, and both come at the same time at that station. So oh, near, so nearly about the same time. So if you are not careful, you will get into the wrong train. That is what has happened. Ah, yeah. <laughs> hmm. Same board. I mean, they look. They are the same board in that. <laughs> width of the uh, railway line is 1 meter and whereas for a broad gauge it is around 1.5 meters or something so this is smaller standard 1 meter and narrow gauge is still smaller ha narrow gauge is some are i think there are two types one is 2 feet 6 inches and another one is slightly different so there are two types of narrow gauges meter gauge only one type is there the meter gauges are somewhere in between narrow and mid, um, broad gauge in the sense that narrow gauges are almost like toy trains so they don't go more than 40 or 50 kilometers in our speed the meter gauge goes up to 60 70 and some of them used to go up to 90 also because in those days when the super fast expresses some of them mega and all used to run on meter gauge they used to go quite fast but they are typically 60 to 70 kilometers that is the speed in which it, is, it goes so how important is the role of the guard on the train jobs of this guard Uh, from his man was to check the formation of the train in the sense that the exchange signals basically to confirm to each other the driver and the guard that the formation is intact so part of his job is to see for uh, uh, you know this what they call hot box a hot box is an engine which has a wheel which has jammed so if a wheel is jammed then it will give up a spark as it comes in contact with the iron rail so this is visible from the guard's cabin So this is he supposed to check it and inform the driver so that they can stop and you know whatever repair or what they do with it. So it's called a hot box when the engine the wheel jams. And Rajiv, what was those? You know, when we were children, I mean, the engine driver would get something around kind or tennis racket kind of stuff. No, without the net, of course. So in the station, one guy ah, would be holding. Ah, yeah, yeah, that, that is the olden days. They used to. Uh, there was a system of cha- what do you call exchanging tokens uh, so those tokens are the they contain, using those tokens which is exchanged by the driver the railway station personnel uh, will take that what is handed over by the driver and then he will go and open a certain 
instead you press a key on it using which you will open you will unlock one one line one line ahead so that was a kind of safety measure they used to have so he, he has to carry this this token with him so that he can further travel ahead and it has to be handed over to the station where they will open the line for him oh, i remember those now yeah, it's not yeah. there now they are not it is not there now i don't know what yeah yeah so rajiv when you went to uh, uttarakhand you also met uh, aitken right yeah yeah i this was one on my mind for a long time because i had been read i had read all his books most of the books and i loved his real real stories basically and he also wrote some very other than rail stories also like his uh, seven rivers and the nanda devi affair they are all classic books but uh, he has written about the indian railways in the travel by different trains and gorges more evocatively than anybody else i have seen in india so when i went to uttarakhand i went to masuri i thought i should have it i mean masuri has got some famous writers raskin bond is is in masuri and the way we also managed to meet him and i think stephen alter i know i think he also is from masuri probably he also stays there and uh, i can i was i knew for sure that he was in masuri so i found out his address and he was staying in a sort of palace called oklas in in the town just a few one or two kilometers away from the center of the town myself and my son went there we sort of uh, told the person at the gate that we are coming from kerala and uh, would like to see him and by the way we were told by the bookshop that he had uh, he had some burn injury the chai chai ke pair jal gaya tha unka so he was not visiting them so they said he's the people at the gate told he is resting but then we will tell him so i think probably because uh, when i said uh, i it was conveyed to him that we had come from kerala uh, he said we can meet him coming from far off and myself and my son went there and uh, i just introduced myself and i talked start we started talking about the books his books and it was a very around i think we around 2 hours we were there and uh, basically discussing the Uh, travels, his travels, and I used to ask him about certain things he had written on in his books, and the, the situation under which he wrote that, and all those. It was a very interesting, uh, interesting conversation, and I think he gave us serious tea. And finally, I think after two, two and a half hours, we left him. It was that was uh, uh, that happened in eighteen two years back. So that was a nice trip, and I had always wanted to meet him. It was a great opportunity. and he's such a such a lively person and uh, you can make out that the joy joyful nature uh, comes out through his books also the same thing is by nature he's like that which which book uh, which other books on travel uh, do you read raji see i have read lot of uh, um, travel books but if you are asking for railway related then paul theru has written the best i think some of the best books and uh, our bishwanath ghosh has written this chai chai that is a different type of book but that is also a lovely one and uh, otherwise i think the train travel literature is uh, not much to pay. i don't remember the other genre is there of course general traveling like uh, colin tubman is there many are there jan morris is there uh, so they are all uh, bill uh, our uh, eric newby he has written some lovely books but they are again general travel books that is of course it's a general it's a lot of writers are there old new ones have come up the old masters are there 
Brain related, I think I haven't read much except Theru from the uh, Western writers. And there was a person whose photographs on trains was very. Uh, I mean, uh, I I don't remember his name, but Indian railways. No, he's taken some photographs. Yo, you're talking about that book, The Imperial Way. I think oh. uh, written by Steve. Mc- ah, the photographs were by Steve McCurry, and uh, the text was by Paul Theroux. That is a beautiful book. It's a, not only India, he covered the entire South Asia in that. Uh, and there are photographs from Bangladesh, from Pakistan. and uh, all connected with this rail rail journey which they took yes and so those photographs are beautiful absolutely beautiful. yeah yeah i remember those yeah yes yes when you said bangladesh rajiv there is a train from calcutta to bangladesh uh, dhaka now na yeah yeah it is there but uh, i don't know about the, i don't know the details about that i think it is there now it is there now okay ah. the other one pakistan one is not there i guess now i don't know it is not there now no not there now no 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 So, any plans of going for one of those trains, Rajiv? No. Which one? Pakistan or the Bangladesh one? <laughs> I would love to give a chance. Let us see. I would love to see the Sri Lankan railways also because they are very similar to ours. So that is also one we can try out. Uh, of course, when I look at the different trains all over, uh, I find that the European trains and American trains are totally different. They are of a different class altogether. but the our type of trains are mostly found in the south asia and malaysia and these places and maybe africa <laughs> i would like to try a train on an african railway <laughs> yeah, that would be fun yeah but indian railways is pretty cheap right yeah from say, bangalore to delhi you can go with how much say 5 600 rupees you can travel right ah yeah matlab it is very cheap it's extremely yeah. cheap it so happens that uh, you spend more time more money on auto rickshaw and taxi after getting down <laughs> exactly if you are coming from kerala for sure for <laughs> sure <laughs> i think anywhere i think you go anywhere this is good app unless you are very close to your station like you stay it is okay otherwise it is going to be at least equal to railway fare the passenger train fares are much cheaper they are very very cheap passenger train So Rajiv, uh, what is this rail fanning all about? What are rail fans, and there are a lot of online stuff. So what? Why do people join, and you know what uh, excites them over there? What is the benefit? How does that entire thing work? Rail fanning is what people who are who like railways and who follow railways, and uh, there are uh, uh, this is a this is a community there which is there all over the world. So. as far as indian railway is concerned this indian railway fan club association of america i think it was called they formed an internet group many years back i think more than 15 20 years back and uh, that was the first time we see we didn't have access to railway photographs uh, videos uh, so once the internet came uh, people who were in uh, possession of this material started to put it online so much of this material was as far as connected with indian railway has been collected in this it's called irf irfca irfca there are uh, sections uh, which only show steam engines and steam trains there are uh, photographs by uh, travelers who came in the 60s and 50s and uh, who took videos private videos some of them are posted many of them are posted there on these sites uh, there are timetables so old timetables and the trains about details about old trains 
there is a chat group uh, and uh, people share information on that so there are some lovely trips also uh, people trip reports i very some of them wrote extremely well mohan bhuyan he was a very good writer i don't know whether he still active on that then um, shashank nanda and then there were some great photographs by one an australian called john lacy so when he visited india in the different era mostly steam engines so those photographs are there so these people enjoy i mean i was also a part of it we enjoy talking about this uh, history of certain trains locomotive classes uh, whether it is diesel or steam and generally trips trips and trivia much of it is many of it is trivia but very interesting trivia uh, we they exchange it and uh, we get some just like some people enjoy uh, theaters some people enjoy something else similarly there is a group of people who enjoy this anything connected with trains so i myself uh, was in a position of a timetable of 1956 with my grandfather when he had gone to badrinath he had and i when i was in mother's place i happened to come upon it lying in one of the cupboards so i took it and uh, hard bound it and it is one of my prized possessions now so it gives you details of trains which are running in 56 and uh, so that's a very i don't know you, you get a job not that's all these things are shock nothing more than that so this is a shock which we people have <laughs> i didn't know about this uh, fanning and you know really fanning and fan yeah. club yes. wow yes. it yes. seems yes. there's a yes. huge following and uh, yeah, yeah yeah it's a huge following yes wow. yes yes there are many the railway timetable uh, raj uh, hemant i can still read it every single day my wife she watches on this i mean i don't mind it boring yeah yeah i don't raji right i can yeah yeah i, mean, I, I can, can i used to read it i mean i can read it like a novel i get so excited reading it <laughs> <laughs> wow yeah 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 and every year I used to collect i must be having a collection right from the 80s i think of railway timetables right up to something like 2010 or after which it they also started i mean uh, everything is on the mobile so that uh, it lost its uh, uh you know use uh, but otherwise physical timetables i'm having from 80s right up to something like 2010 or 12 and i think there were some people i think gk chesterton was a fan of railway timetable he was that okay. uh, great detective writer who wrote about the father brown series i think it was gk chesterton he he used to love reading timetable so we are not alone <laughs> i also will tell you that in this through this sirfa there is a member his name is samit rai chaudhary he brought out uh, he is also a cartographer so he brought out in indian railway atlas it's a beautiful book so section wise he has given all the routes all the stations in india and the proposed routes everything so uh, i think he came up with two editions which we all purchased those who are there in that group so that is a beautifully made uh, indian railway only railway atlas it's an indian railway atlas okay. ha ah. so you have to it's a hard copy and you have to order it i'll order that ah, order it order it yes yes what's the name you said samit roy choudhury samit roy choudhury okay he's from calcutta yeah okay so rajiv timetables that's in, it's interesting 1857 was the first uh, uh, rail uh, this thing right the 1853, rail journey 1853 1853 okay ah. bombay to thane na ha ah. How much time did yes. it take in those days, Bombay to Thane? 
There were trains like Frontier Mail and all, which Bombay to it's from Bombay to Amritsar, right? It was from Bombay to Lahore, no? Yeah, it was. I think uh, yeah, Peshawar. I'm not sure. Peshawar, no, one of those. Grand Trunk Express, our GT, it used to run from Metropolitan to Peshawar. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Its original route was Metropolitan to Peshawar. Wow. <laughs> and uh, rail fanning is one, Raji. What about the rail museums? Have you visited uh, some of yeah, them? I visited. Uh, I think. Uh, I visited one in uh, Delhi, the one National Rail Museum, and that is an excellent one. So a lot of beautiful replicas, these uh, uh, exhibits are there in that. Uh, the other one is the one is there in Mysore, which I have not been able to go. And there is I hear one is there in Delhi, which I will probably be visiting uh, in Please, short. Eh? Yes, yes, there is one at Delhi. I haven't been able to go there, but I'll be visiting that also. So I I love it museums. I can tell you museums. I'm not talking about the normal museums. The normal museums get boring after some time because they all exhibits look alike to me in that. But this one is an interesting one because actual locomotives, actual engines, and uh, uh, bogies or wagons are kept there. So you have a feel, get a feel of it. And uh, the engines, the steam engines, when we were kids, when we used to travel, there were two types, right? One. Had it the head looked like a like a bullet. The other one was a circle, right? Ah, engine. yeah, yeah. They were different type of. They were different models. I think that uh, the one you are talking about is with that bullet type. It's called. It was called WP. It was called. It is a very famous model, WP. And uh, it, towards the end of the steam era in India, most of the major trains were hauled by WP only. Okay. Other ones were, I think, WG. I'm not very sure. The one with the flatter nose. This W indicates broad gauge. W indicates broad gauge. Okay. Ah, broad gauge. And uh, so WDM is W diesel mixed. That is what the diesel engines called WDM two, WDM three. They are all broad gauge engines. If it is Y, it is a meter gauge engine. So your equivalent of this uh, WP in steam was YP. It was called a YP engine. And uh, these were the and uh, Z was for new narrow gauge. ZDM two, ZDM three. So that first alphabet indicates the gauge of that uh, loco. Uh, are there any uh, steam engines out there? There are no uh, commercial steel engines on the main lines now, except the steam engine which is uh, hauling the Darjeeling Himalayan Railway. That is a heritage line, so they still have that steam engine. And I think there is one on a section of the Uti uh, uh, Nilgiri line. Uh, one section they are running on the steam that is meter gauge. Other than that, they have a few WPs which they refurbished, and they used to run some heritage runs. I think as very recently also they run one in Delhi Rewari area, short distances only for tourist purpose. Some kind of heritage runs they used to do, but commercially they are no longer there in any of the lines. Rewari, interestingly, Rajiv is the place where a lot of engines are there, right? I mean that's uh, the old. I think it used, yeah, it used to be an old uh, shed. I think uh, mm. Rewari is an old shed. those days because a lot of these new movies you know wherever they show engines amir khan rang de basanti and those kind of movies they were shot mm. there for the engines acha maybe mm. they have a big engine shed there yeah. 
And what about WAP six seven and all on these electric engines? Ah, uh, these these are all uh, this P means generally it indicates passenger. This and G is goods. So WAP A is I think for the traction. It's an AC traction hauling goods train. But then these engines can be switched to passenger. They it's not very. Uh, there is no airtight rule that only this engine will draw this or that. Uh, mostly, I have seen WDG and WAG engines hauling passenger vehicle, passenger trains also. So uh, this is the this is the terminology that you see for the engines. The railways have given phenomenal, uh, I mean something phenomenal to India. Not only on you know uh, the passenger and the goods side, but on the technology side also. IRCTC, na phenomenal. Ah, yeah. right? it is phenomenal. Yes, yes. There is no doubt about it. I mean, I rate it as the best. Problem which has been addressed by technology. In yeah. Yes. Yes. True. 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 Yeah. It, mm-hmm. it has solved it. It has really the entire problem is gone now just because of that app. So you don't have to run around and uh, you know go and stand in the queue and all those things. So that has really solved the problem of ticket booking. Really. Because sometimes I wonder, you know, Rajiv, say in a place like Nagpur when it was uh, manual, right? So say you had to go to some place in Kerala, for example, but very small place, Maavili Kerala, whatever. So how were the ticketing that? Because he had a bunch, right? So ah. did he have all the choices from Nagpur? How was? Yeah, how yeah, were they yeah, doing? yeah, yeah. I don't really. This is something which has surprised me also. I do not know how it was because he invariably comes up with a ticket. If he asks some place, or I don't know whether he is punching it at on the spot. I don't know, but they do come up with tickets. They were coming out, right, with tickets. Yes, it yes. was. It never happened that yeah. he told us. Yeah, yeah. Like a ticket, nahi hai. Aisa nahi bolte, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how they were doing it. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Because we'll have to ask some old timer how they used to do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> IRCT is phenomenal. The best. Yeah, 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 yeah. So. Even, even introducing new trains, you know, when I was in Accenture, one of my friends, he had come from Patni. So mm. he told me that, you know, they had got an RFP where they had to introduce a new train. So this guy mm. was very bright, okay? Mm. He said the problem is so complex, Rajesh, that it's very difficult to understand, you know? Introducing a new train, say, from Bombay to Calcutta, it's not like, you know, go and declare a train. Ah, ah, I mean, ah, different ah. railways, different staff coming in, yeah. where there where is water. Where will the maintenance be done? Maintenance ka hoga uska? All those things are there, yes. Right? yes. And where, the you know, water would be filled on into the yes, wagon, yes, whether yes, there yes, are, you know, yes. sufficient. Yeah. I mean, he said it's so complex, you cannot even imagine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, no, it's a very complex business, yeah. right? So, Rajiv, did you have any scary moments? I remembered one this, uh, this Ahmedabad uh, trip uh, where we took that bitter gauge to Udaipur and while returning it was a day journey so again we came with the same route the one which we went to Udaipur was during night so we could not see the place and it you, this uh, line used to pass through the Aravali hills so it's supposed to be beautiful while returning we took the same train uh, but which was running in, it was a passenger train, not the same train, a passenger train in the ordinary sleeper class. Now, this uh, bogies were all, there was no vestibule in mid-bogies trains. They are all individual, uh, one, one bogey, there is no connection. Till Himmatnagar, there is a station which falls on route. It was very excellent and uh, we stopped and there was a passing and we took a few photographs of that uh, passing train. And we also saw a very strange side that the driver of the train had got down and uh, he was throwing grains, something, it turned out to be grains, and there were a 
a flock of birds waiting for him on the station. It was a deserted station. It was as if they were waiting for him to come, and it used to be a regular feature in that station. This driver giving grains to his birds. Then, uh, since there was still time left, we went and spoke to him. He said, "Ki uh, he is normally on this road. If he is not, there some other driver would do it. He feed his grains to the bird." And um, his uh, duty was getting finished at Himmatnagar. And at Himmatnagar, he finished his duty, and luckily he came and sat with in our coupe. So why I say luckily is that from Himmatnagar, a group of drunkards got into this train. Drunkards and drug addicts. And with each passing station, this number of people were getting less and less because they are approaching Ahmedabad now. And I was so they were fight. Of course, they were fighting amongst themselves. Big fight. But because this uh, Rathod, his name was Rathod. He was in in our coupe. That was the only thing I I was you know reassured. He okay, nothing will happen. But I was not sure. And this went on till Ahmedabad station. fighting and uh, taking off shirt and hitting each other and all those things so what i mean to say is that two things one is that i was thinking gujarat was a prohibition area and this happened in gujarat all these people and secondly is that a always the appearance of a uniformed person is a reassurance to any kind of uniform that gives you a kind of assurance so uh, these two things uh, i this is what i i noticed during that because he was there he was not doing anything he was just sitting with us but because he was a railway employee and he was in uniform it gave us a kind of uh, courage ki okay will nothing will happen and at getting down at amdavad our connecting train was in the night 11:30 so i went and tried to lodge a complaint with the railways about this lack of security on metro gauge trains and lack of lighting all those things but they refused to take my they simply refused they said we will not Will not that this is a this is a common thing? What is what is so? Why are you so worried about it, Guli? Of course, I didn't. I couldn't lodge a complaint. That is what happened. So that was one incident which I remember because of this uh, strange. You know, this is a very peculiar situation which had arisen on that train. Yeah, and uh, while on on this, Rajiv, I remember you telling me a story about a station master somewhere. I don't know. If somebody had a snake bite, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So that is described in uh, that is described in Kenneth Anderson's book. Kenneth Anderson was the equivalent, if you may say, of uh, Jim Corbett in South India. So Jim Corbett wrote wrote Jungle Stories of North India, the Uttarakhand, and all those areas, and he wrote mostly about the southern jungles. So in his uh, one of his books, he there is a there is a mention about one person called. Uh, i forget his name sindhaya or something who was a station master at a station on the godur madras route and uh, this person had the unique uh, there was a tree in the on the platform on which cloth racks used to be tied by this the station master and why he was tying this cloth racks was that he was known to be a person who would cure snake bites so uh, in those days there was a uh, kind of understanding amongst the telephone operators that if it's a snake bite telegram then it will give they'll give it priority so that it goes to this station master at he would uh, as soon as the telegram would go he would uh, go and tie this cloth rack wrap on one of the branches and he would give a return return telegram the telegrams used to be written that take snake that patient cured and that is how it used to work 
and this kenneth anderson says that once he was uh, he was demonstrating a particular poisonous snake that snake's head slipped from his hand and it buried its fang in his thumb it was a cobra and uh, immediately what it did is he tied a tourniquet on his hand and he sent he sent this telegram to this person in uh, that station railway station master and after some time and then they put that snake into a basket and kept it there and uh, the telegram went and then the reply came after some time that patient cured snake dead so meanwhile what happened is that he didn't wait for this uh, reply to come because he was a rational man i mean partly rational at least he was he was not sure whether this is the thing which will work so he went and uh, went to the nearest hospital and had a shot taken and venom and all those things when he came back he was better then when he came back this may this reply telegram came he patient cured snake dead bird so he said at least let me see about the condition of the snake when he opened that basket he found that the snake was dead stiff if it had been died died for a hours that kind of stiffness had come into that uh, that snake so this is something which was associated with that particular station i have asked that no train stops in that station it's a very small station you get down maybe you will i don't know if anybody remembers him or whether this is about this person is still remembered in that station long back this is more than 60 70 years back yeah then yeah. about the food about the food rajiv i still uh, himant you also must be remembering they used to give those you know, uh, railway plates right those had different uh, what do you call it different places alis alis ah. so yeah. <laughs> yes so, yes and with, with each uh, you know for dal for sabji <laughs> basically those the steel plates which used to have those you know what do you call spaces for each right and yeah, each yeah. station I, i think we spoke about it a bit and we can spoke about speak more and more you know like I used to travel from Bangalore to because I was studying here. I used to live in Delhi, so we used to invariably go past Agra or Bombay. Once I was there, I used to go past Agra. So every time I used to go there, like at home, they used to say, "Get pethas from Agra," right? <laughs> so, but a few of these stations had these, uh, you know, have this kachori somewhere. You know, I'm sure in uh, Jodhpur or those places, Varanasi or those places. You know, these are famous. so do you have such experiences rajiv you know you talk about you know certain stations which are associated with food yeah our own uh, boarding station nagpur was famous for oranges so they used to bring it in lot baskets and uh, i think they were reasonably cheap i don't know but probably uh, if you get, just get out of the station at santra market you would have got it for cheaper rates but still they were uh, in they were good oranges and reasonably cheap and uh, another place uh, uh i think at karad route which goes to sangli there at some places you get uh, good uh, pomegranates so they come to the station with pomegranates at igatpuri i have seen this tribal ladies selling jamun lot of jamun would be available at igatpuri right yes igatpuri yes okay yeah yeah the pomegranate tree was it jejuri no ha jejuri i think jejuri. i think so yes yes hmm. then and idli which uh, i wada idli and generally food good food south indian food used to be available in vijayawada rose milk at the road that i remember very well they used to give very good rose milk ikatpuri also used to give vada pav and rajesh i think vada pav was kasara or karjat one kasara kasara i think okay okay hmm? then as i said shegao kachori kachori yeah yeah kachori at shegao that was famous 
actually when i went uh, to that route na patna ranchi you get a lot of you know this lychees lychee Achha. i mean in nagpur when we grew up it was not there but when i went to i took no, the no, train no no it was not there correct correct you know, lychee correct. was never there uh-huh. plenty of lychees yes, yes. then jhalmuri they call oh. it right jhalmuris oh yeah eastern railways eastern railways yeah you you ah, are, are, yeah, are, are, yeah. i should do that as well yeah we see a lot of lychee jhalmuris yeah jamuns ah, correct, correct. lot of jamuns jamuns hmm acha very achha. cheap ah, very cheap nagpur bombay train routes there were some places where you used to get good uh, special items so people used to go <laughs> there was uh, i think in uh, in shegao Shegao is where that Gajanan Maharaj's uh, temple is there. So Shegao was famous for kachoris, uh, so, but uh, we never used to get time to you know get down and because our bogey will stand somewhere else and then this shop will be somewhere else. So. And train journey gave us a lot of friends and good people to talk to, good people to interact. Na? Yeah, 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 yeah. Always, yeah, yeah. It used to be good company, especially our long distance routes were always uh, people used to be very friendly. Also, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. that is true <laughs> and some places i know in kerala ottapalam so uh, ah. just beside just outside the station you know just bordering the station there was a bar so people Achha. had that setting that <laughs> people had that <laughs> setting it stops <laughs> it will stop at dinner time around 8 o'clock <laughs> okay okay uske aage yeah 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 there is one near ottapalam station correct right yeah. correct just by the by the station very near the station yes I mean, I, guys were having fun guys right? yeah yeah cool. i go when you used to pass i think these people sometimes used to sell on the station i mean it was done very Uh, secretly and but that that now nowadays it's not there earlier in the beginning of the konkan railway they used to sell in goa penny and all oh, those okay. things okay 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 sure the old stations also have uh, its charm right nagpur railway station built by the british yes. huge one yes yes yeah yeah the bangalore one it's amazing yeah and uh, another thing is that any you go to any station in india there is something i have found that they are all designed in different different ways It's not that you will find a standard structure everywhere. Some are in some form, some are some other kind of building is there, and uh, it's not all similar. Uh, there is a lot of variety in that also that I have seen. And there are some very beautiful stations also, right? Varanasi, I have seen the stations very beautiful. Ah. You go to Velinkani, it's the you know the shape of the church, Velinkani Church. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, Udupi Udupi station is the shape of a temple. So that they have. different types of uh, styles they have they have done in uh, many stations yeah yeah that is true theek hai rajiv hello okay then thank you so much thanks a lot thank you so much rajiv thank you very yeah. much yeah it yeah, was you know, I, think, I, enjoy, i enjoyed this yeah <laughs> <laughs> i know we will uh, once we get the final product of podcast i'm sure uh, because we also yeah. listened to it many times like many of the things i didn't yeah. know and it just you know the entire topic is so nostalgic it just brings a smile yeah. on your face great Chalo, thank, thank you so you. much okay thank you thank you thank you you bye 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 thank you so much for listening into another episode of the rustic forward slash podcast and subscribe to any of the podcasting apps as mentioned there 
you could also follow rustic travel on facebook instagram and twitter to know about the new episodes or shows till then do subscribe and listen in